0: it's okay we've got Morris to edit um right then so hello everybody and welcome back to the unbelievable streams podcast um we've got our guest here with me today but before that i'm gonna go to my glamorous co-host beside me the youthful exuberance apparently the best looking one according to the pre-pod chat is bragster how are hello. you doing today sir
1: yeah. i'm good i'm good yeah it's been it's been a while it's been a while for me i think uh since yeah. i've last done one so yeah it's nice it's nice to be back
0: Yeah, you've been lazing about on the beaches of the Bahamas, I'm sure. Not like working hard on your uni degree. (laughs) or anything.
1: No, yeah, definitely the beaches. 100% the beaches.
0: (laughs) Exactly, exactly. And with that being said, obviously you know who I am. I'm not going to go into any sort of great detail on me. But today we have a very special guest with us. um, Someone I've been a great big fan of for the the past few years, ever since I've found him on YouTube. It is Captain Goodspeed, a.k.a. Joe, as you can see on the screen. How are you doing, Joe? How's it going?
2: Yeah, good. You know, thank you for the kind words. Good and good introduction. I'm genuinely honored to be here. You know, I don't get asked to do this thing very often, believe it or not. So it is nice to be asked. So thank you very much for for having me on and keep up the good work with with what you you guys are doing as well.
0: Yeah, thanks very much. No, we appreciate that. And, you know, um, as someone who does a lot of sport content yourself and is usually in my, my vision for whenever i think thinking about buying games, I thought it was only right when we're looking at sort of bringing in more sports games, based people as well as football manager and sort of broadening out those horizons. You were mm-hmm. the, one of the first people we thought of. So it's great to have you on. Um, but with enough of that being said, we'll get straight into the icebreaker, um, which we ask everybody really that's come on the pod because most people we have on of prior to you today have mainly been on football manager content and I know you do your own football manager journeymans and stuff like that, so it seems only appropriate to ask you it. Um, so, in terms of football manager, what was the first one that you played? Whether it's football manager or championship manager or something entirely different in the genre. Uh,
2: yeah, so so for me, the the first football manager game, at least, was mm-hmm. FM two thousand and eight. So that was you know a good while ago now, but. Um, yeah. Yeah, that that was the first one I had on the PC. I did have Championship Manager 2007, I think it was, on the PS2. And I absolutely loved that. Um, And, you know, when I was younger, I didn't have a PC or a laptop. So that was the the only way I could play football management games. And then when I got a laptop, eventually I went down the, the local sort of charity shop and picked up FM08 for 50p. And that was that then. That was... Yeah, yeah. Brilliant. You know, I I love that save. I I always remember though, I made a bit of a a mistake when I made my own manager because I took over England accidentally because I thought I was picking my nationality. So (laughs) I took over England and that was my first job in full fat football manager. Which I still enjoyed it, you know. You know, um, Colombia actually won the 2010 World Cup in that one. I I always (laughs) remember that weirdly. Of course, but but yeah, you know, I enjoyed that little save, and then it it just all went from there. I think my next one after that was FM 10 or FM Mm -hmm. 2010. I can't remember what we used to call them then. Was it was it Um, FM 10? Yeah,
0: I Um, guess it. I guess it would have been because I I mean, I always, I for, I always remember them like FM 11, FM 12, because those were my Sort of uni years was 10 11 yeah. 12 um 13 so yeah that's that's how i remember it's probably similar how you would think of like fifa 11 yeah. or fifa 12 yeah or FIFA yeah 20 or whatever
2: absolutely yeah so so, so yeah it was fm10 well, after that and you know never yeah. missed one since and you know, thousands of hours on every every one as i'm sure we all have but did yes. you actually uh, learn
1: yeah. by fm10 uh how to set up <laughs> you make a manager and not be a manager yes. of
2: England. Yes, <laughs> yes, I did. No, I, I don't remember exactly who I managed in FM10, but I will always remember that. Yeah. Managing England, I, I was really confused because it was just, it was so different to the, the, yeah. the PS2 version of the game. I think, mm. you know, not using a controller for one was, mm. was something and um, just so many more leagues that you could pick and mm. so many more settings. And I... I just got confused and I think I wanted to start unemployed to be honest. That's yeah. what I wanted to do. I was like, wow, you can actually start unemployed in, on this game. Yeah. Let's go for that. Um, I, I remember I also managed leads on FM08 as well. And mm-hmm. I always remember this, this feature, which they've sort of brought back in now. And it mm-hmm. was four-year plans. Like yeah. when, when they were offering you a contract, Maybe I'm insane. Maybe this wasn't a thing, but it's it was like because <laughs> Leeds were in League One back then, and, and I said, and it said, um "Oh, our plan is to win the the Coca-Cola Championship by the end yeah. of your four-year contract." And I mm-hmm. thought that was great because you had a, a club vision, and yeah, it's quite funny that they've brought that back in over the last yeah. couple of years. It's
0: only it's only yeah, it has only been the past couple of years where that's mm-hmm. been in because. I mean, most of the saves are what I started with, off with. It's usually fight off relegation or, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. it's never anything above that. It's just fight relegation, fight relegation, fight relegation. I'm just thinking mm. this club showed real ambition with, the, with these achievements <laughs> that I've got to hit. So, yeah, but I think I do remember something like that going back to like oh, the 08 season, but it's like mm. I was, I was, I, I suppose I was opposite to you where I, I played on my uncle's PC and then moved over to the 360 when like right. fm first went on there i think it was like 06 or 07 mm. so i always remember it was like a plain blue sky and it was like the over jacket of the guy that he has on the cover i remember weird things about football manager everyone <laughs> remembers the game i remember the cover for manager man like,
2: what was that where he was called manager man or-
0: Manager man, something like that.
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh,
2: everyone used but, to get excited
1: every year about his reveal. No, yeah. no, nothing about the game, it's just every yeah. year his reveal yeah. of when he comes up on the cover. Everyone was like, yeah, yeah. Yes.
0: What it's a different colour this year. It's not blue anymore, it's red. Like, you know.
2: He's got a new tie.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's wearing he's wearing a jumper. There's no tie on the cover. What is this? Like, you know, just stuff that doesn't matter now. I mean, it doesn't matter now anyway, because it's just it's a team on the front now isn't it it's not even like a manager yeah, so yeah yeah um which will probably change once they get some sort of license from the premier league and it'll be like the premier league trophy or something like that or oh, pep guardiola the,
2: football manager
0: yeah yeah something like that um well maybe not this year depending on how arsenal do anyway fingers mm-hmm. crossed um but yeah so well fm08 that's that's i think that's more in the middle of where we've had it from other guests because we've had an ogm he was on recently he was like fm18 and then we had Tony Jameson, who was, like, prior to, like, Stone Age of, like, consoles, like, <laughs> like maybe, like, this Space gonna, Invaders level of consoles when he came in, so, yeah.
1: This is going to surprise you. Mm. I played FMO8. So, you were, like, six or seven, weren't you? I know. I, did you even, so, how did you even... Hey, I wasn't that, was that much older than that. Yeah. That yeah, yeah. so, oh, like, makes me feel better. <laughs> <laughs> so, I remember playing FMO8, because my dad used to play it on his PC that, like, like, you know, those roaring PCs, right? Who like to the point where you could, you could hear everything that that PC was doing. He had one of those and I remember him playing it and I just, I would just watch him play it. And then like, he'd let me play like one or two games, usually at the end of the season, once he'd won the league, because at that point he didn't care. Uh, But Mm -hmm. like, even, even I played that one. So I remember that one quite vividly because that was quite like a reddish sort Mm -hmm. of um, Mm -hmm.
2: theme to it, wasn't it? Which they completely scrapped after that. but then brought it back for fm 12 i think and fm 15 maybe as well so they went in three year cycles yeah
0: yeah Yeah, definitely um but as well as being and obviously having quite a long you're on like 108 109 now for fm this year
2: something like that you've probably lost count at this point to be
0: fair (laughs) um you also make content on a lot of other sports Mm. games and you also have Mm. another channel of Captain Goodspeed plays, I believe it's called. Yes, Where you play, yeah. where you play all sorts. Like I know you've done James Bond series. I mean, you've done mm. everything on that to be mm. fair. Um, I know from watching it previously. So, I mean, my first question, and I think me and Braxton were talking about before you came on, was how on earth do you make so much content? Cause like, it's just, <laughs> it blows my mind. Cause I, I struggle to do like one or two videos a week. And yeah. you're just like, if there's a, if there's a, an award for Mister Consistent, I think it has to go to you, <laughs> to anybody that we've had on this podcast before, because it is it is another level yeah. that you manage to pump out what you do. Uh,
2: it, it's it's funny actually because I do get this question a lot. Um, whenever people do ask me about YouTube, and um, I I don't really know where it comes from, particularly, but I don't really do editing uh I, I, you can probably tell um i you know i'm very much a, a live commentary mm-hmm. sort of person you know if something completely wrong happens or yeah you know if, if the ceiling falls down which it hasn't had yeah. touchwood then i would obviously edit that out but <laughs> yeah you know i i'm a big believer in just live reaction and and taking me time through things i've learned that a lot more over mm-hmm. the last year or so is that that what is maybe what makes me different from
0: mm-hmm.
2: a lot of other YouTubers is that I, I play the game that I the way I play it and that's yeah. the way it comes across in the video, I think. And mm-hmm. um yeah, I, I think that's why I can do so much because I don't I don't sit there for hours editing it to get yeah. all of the ums and ahs and yeah. sips of tea out of it and <laughs> all of that. You don't start
0: taking a free course meal and have to edit it out. Yeah, Mm. that's that's Yeah, yeah.
2: You know, it's different with FM because there is playing in between Mm. that happens. Mm. But generally with most of my other content, whether it be F1 manager or, you know, a snooker game or Mm -hmm. cricket, Mm. I'll do every match of that. And Mm -hmm. there's no bits in between that I need to do. So it's just sit down, press, record press stop record upload it and do the same again the next day so yeah that's kind of where it comes from i think but you know i'm also pretty passionate about it it's what i enjoy doing in my spare time so yeah it's not really a burden towards me no. but that's maybe why other series that i have edited in the past you know like an f1 series where i've edited the race down um maybe they're a little less frequent than every day
0: than the other stuff yeah well it, it makes sense though because like like i say I've, it's <clears> funny you, you touch upon that of it being more of a live commentary or playing mm-hmm. it has how you play it i think that's why i've enjoyed your stuff so much is because it doesn't feel like this regimented edited thing of right this thing's happened right next to the next thing it's yeah it's like watching someone play it and they're talking you through it like it's almost like a almost in a way like a Twitch stream or a YouTube stream or something like mm, that, but it's mm. obviously in a condensed episode. Cause I yeah. know your F1 manager videos, uh, <laughs> all around an hour long, most yeah. of the time, if not a little bit over, um, <laughs> which considering you've done over a hundred of them is mad. Mm. Which It's crazy to, to mm. anybody obviously who does content. But if you look at like the views and you look at what, I, I mean, I'm like, I was watching, season two, I'm on to season two and I watched Suzuka and the reason I remember it because I was watching it yesterday it was like everybody in the top three or four like spun out and crashed right it was like a ma it was a mad race it was crazy like and you, you, you ended up finishing top two and it was just oh,
2: like, was this with, was, no, it wasn't with Hulkenberg back then. No, no,
0: it was, it was Alonzo. It's Alonzo and Gasly at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. So I'm sort of working my way through them. Cause I do just, I do like at the end of the day when I've done my stuff and I've obviously put my stuff up or whatever, usually I just like to just watch something on YouTube and put it on mm-hmm. and usually mm-hmm. I just go, well I'm in the midst of that series and I'd want to see how it goes. Cause I know I've still got 60 episodes, so it's not running out anytime soon. Yeah so yeah. and you're still working on it now because you're now on mclaren mm. which is really yeah. good um so I, yeah like i've 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 been enjoying that a lot um and i think it shows as well that a lot of people have as well because you've had sustained success on that for again a hundred episodes in mm. and you're still getting the views you're getting, which yeah. must be really pleasing for you i guess because you know being that deep into a series and having those views is it's pretty unheard of really unless you're like. Mm upper edge on who's like getting like 500 views for like an f1 series or something like that
2: yeah no absolutely f1 manager went pretty crazy actually there's been a few sort of spike points in my journey on youtube i suppose and and that was definitely the craziest to think when that came out because it was so unexpected mm-hmm. you know I've I, f1's done well in the past for me but i've never Hit the sustained level of success that you you were talking about. You know, it was ridiculous. Like every single episode was one out of ten. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it was it was better in day on day. I was getting ridiculous numbers of subscribers. It was it was a bonkers month and a half. I think of you know I did two videos a day of it for yeah. the first two weeks. I think it was and. I, yeah. Because I wanted to sort of get into a different place than all of the other YouTubers that were out there. Mm. And I was very fortunate I got a review code for it. So I was able to stack up a week's worth of recording or whatever it was before it actually dropped. And, you know, I always feel with those sort of series, if you're just doing the same as, what, Arava or you know Tim yeah. team Marduk, you know the big f1 youtubers if you're at the same stage of them why would they choose to watch me um and that that was kind of where i had my big realization of they're editing this down to 25 minutes i don't know how they do that by the way because so much no, happens in no an f1 manager yeah it's you know race i don't know how you could possibly edit it down to that so I think that first episode of Biden was something like two and a half hours. It was ridiculous because there was so much to do. And I've never, you know, I've never, ever done that Mm -hmm. on YouTube before. Um, So it it was quite nice to really, I guess, double down on this. Mm. I'm going to take my time. I'm going to do it my way. And Mm. I think that's probably why it was so sustained with the success of it. And I'm glad that you're enjoying it Mm. even now.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. like. It's quite it's quite funny you mentioned TM Marduk actually because I was when I was watching it yesterday, my missus came in and she went, Is this the is this the Aussie guy or is this the other guy? And I went, It's not the other guy, it's the guy I <laughs> it's watch. Like it's, <laughs> it's the it's the guy, yeah, exactly. And she was like, Oh, I was like and I was like, Could you not tell by his voice he's not Australian? Like he doesn't have an Australian <laughs> twang whatsoever. Like you know but and she like she knows I'm, I'm watching it and she started she's even started sitting down and watching it and asking what's going on so you God. know it's um credit to credit to you i appreciate
2: yeah. it
0: um, did it
2: ever like
1: concern you because like i know it hit a lot of people with especially with f1 manager because mm. obviously you mentioned that first month was mayhem like it i I think anyone that did a video on it, it would just, the views were ridiculous almost to mm, a point, but Yeah. then after, I would say about maybe two months closing in on three months, you just started to see it sort of dip in the fact mm. that like people stopped really watching it. Did that ever concern you? Or did you kind of just believe that people were really into your series?
2: Um, I, it's a good question. Um, I, I always had a concern of not doing F1 manager because there was a, there was about a month where that's all I did, which you know people that know my channel will will know that I, I always have variety on there, and I think that's that's something that I pride it on anyway. So it was quite weird to have like a month block of just F1 manager. So I was concerned about well, if I do <laughs> this other series, what's gonna happen to that? But I think it got to a point, you know, by the time you've done 40 50 episodes and it's done so well, you kind of like, well, it doesn't owe me anything anymore. So I'm not that bothered as long as I'm still enjoying it, then, then I will keep pumping it out. Um, And if people wanted to join me along for that, then, then that's fine. You know, perhaps if, if I did YouTube as a career, you know, which I don't do at the moment, then perhaps I'd have that thought and be a bit more, right, I need to think about this. How do I make it fresh enough that I keep this 1,500, 2,000 people per day watching this? But luckily, I don't have to think about that. I can just enjoy it. And, you know, if it it dies a death, then so be it. And it's disappointing, yes, but it's not a, a concern.
1: Does that kind of mean that, like, the end... Like, do you have an idea of where this series ends or is it quite simply a when my enjoyment starts to go, that'll be it.
2: Yeah, usually that, that's how it goes. You know, I've done, I've done quite a lot of long series in the past and it's right. Once, once my head's gone from it and I, if I'm not wanting to pick up that save all of the time and play it, then, then I'm thinking, right, where's the end goal now? I don't go into a, a series saying, right, it's going to be a three season project or, or something similar. I, I you know I don't have any plan. It's an infinitely long series in my eyes when I sit down on part one. But if by part 10, I'm, I'm like, I'm not feeling this, then maybe at the end of that season, I'll go, right, that's taking a break, a break now. Mm. Um, or if I'm getting towards the end of it, you know, like now I'm with McLaren. So I, I'd seen the end of the Aston Martin journey, if you like. Mm. I, I didn't see where that was going after that. So I thought, no, let's switch it up. Um So that was something different that I've done, you know, switching it up. But, yeah, I I don't really see the end of it until I'm starting to feel like I'm not enjoying it. If that makes sense.
0: Oh, yeah, totally. Definitely, yeah. (laughs) No, it makes total sense. I mean, it's not, people aren't going to, if people, I think it's one of those things, isn't it? That If you're not enjoying it, it's going to come across Mm. and then people are going to probably switch off or move on to something else and, Mm. I suppose you're the only one when you're making it that can know whether or not you're still mm. enjoying it so mm. um, yeah it's obviously a, a big component of obviously of keeping on going with the series release really, if the game isn't it's like any game if a game's not fun to play you're probably your first thoughts aren't gonna be well let's go make a hundred episodes of this <laughs> it's gonna be let's yeah. just not bother with this whatsoever Um, so yeah no that's 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 a good point well made Um so Obviously, we know you've got those uh, couple of series with F1 Manager and and mm-hmm. F- and FM twenty three going on at the minute. Um, I suppose I wanted to take it back a little bit to when you started. Like, was there a particular reason you wanted to start doing like content creation with YouTube, or was like was the was it just you thought you'd give it a go? Like, what's the story behind you starting up really?
2: So it it, it started twenty fifteen. That's um, when I started YouTube. So. For a little while, I'd wanted to do it at that point. There was a few Football Manager YouTubers I watched, of of which I don't think anybody's still about now. But um, I know Dr. Benji and Work the Space were probably around then as well. (laughs) Um, and, And, you know, I enjoyed watching Football Manager on YouTube. And then all of a sudden there was a Windows 10 update that allowed you to capture your screen. With a a keyboard command, rather than down, because I I was never very good at using programs. As you can see, I took over England, you know, instead of being (laughs) unemployed. So, you know, it wasn't my strong point back then. (laughs) And it was so easy to record. And I was just sat watching Soccer Saturday, and I thought, you know what, I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna start a new Football Manager save, and I'm actually gonna record it. Mm. And I did. And I enjoyed it, and I watched it back, and I could hear Jeff Stelling in the background, so I thought, ah, that's not very good. So I re-recorded it. (laughs) I did it again. I did the same thing, just better this time, without background noise, uploaded it to YouTube, and loved it. And FM 16 was around the corner, so, you know, I think it was September the 12th, 2015, I remember it, so it was about a month and a half away from FM 16. So I, I did a series on FM 15. Some people watched it. I think I had about 12 subscribers by the start of FM 16 and then had 75 overnight, you know, I did a release a video on day one of FM 16 had 75 subs and then it just sort of grew gradually from there. Yeah. But yeah, it started with FM and, not, not really any plans to do it. I fancied it, but was given the opportunity and just took it and mm. never looked back really.
1: What was the thing that made you go because obviously FM was the thing that started it. What made you mm. go right?
2: let's start mixing this up a little bit That's a good question. um it was yeah yeah, I just quite quickly started trying other series I, you know I never really. I think it was it was possibly different back then. You didn't necessarily just focus in on one thing, one niche. I think that's the thing with YouTube now. You've got to focus on a niche if you want to be massively successful. Um, so, I, you know, I, I think I did some prison architect videos, and that was you know bizarre. Uh, and then I got a a capture card, an Elgato capture card, and started recording things off me playstation 4 at the time so did some hitman videos and then then did some f1 and just gradually drip fed some other content into it and i mean fm was always the bread and butter really until i'd say maybe you know two or three years ago where i decided you know maybe it shouldn't be the be all and end all of just doing football manager and forgetting everything else for a bit um you know i learned that Maybe my strengths lie elsewhere on YouTube, and but but yeah, it it was just a natural thing of dripping in other series, other games that I enjoy, and I guess that's continued until today, really.
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, like again, similar vein to sort of the last question is Mm. then we've already spoken. You've got an extra channel on top of that. Like, where, where did that decision come in?
2: Yeah. uh, So when you start getting slightly more successful on YouTube, you you do start looking at the numbers a bit more and I don't care what anybody says, you you know, a a series that's getting 50 views compared to a thousand views. You're going to be like, well, what am I doing wrong there? And um, it, it, (laughs) it does affect the YouTube algorithm in a way that if you've got videos that aren't performing well, they then drag down the other content. So I made a decision probably about two and a half years ago, maybe three years ago, that anything that wasn't sports related, which was where I was getting the majority of my views, you know, through snooker or football manager or cricket or tennis, you know, I play all sorts on, on the main channel. Um, I thought, let's put that onto a, a second channel. Um, Cause I've, I'm quite into retro gaming, well, retro gaming as well, with the, the, the PS1 that way,
1: mm-hmm. uh,
2: the PS1 games. Um, so I'd actually done some of them back in 2016, and they were pretty successful. So I thought, let's do a retro gaming channel where I'll do these Let's players on there. Um, and I would still do new Let's players like I, I did The Last of Us 2, for instance, on mm-hmm. my main channel, but then it doesn't do as well as... Yeah an effort manager video, for instance. So it did, didn't make much sense. So I thought, no, let's put that on a purpose-based channel where I'm not bothered if it gets three views mm-hmm. or uh, it would be a real nice surprise if it got 100 views mm-hmm. rather than it's in theory dragging down the content of my main channel. Because, you know, I think ultimately um, the dream would be to do it as a career eventually. So, mm-hmm. you know, make some slightly smarter decisions about that. Yeah. So that that's where that came from. That's
0: that's fair enough. I mean, in terms of obviously where the channels sit right now, obviously your main channel with all the sports and retro mm. uh, sports content and all, and all that stuff on there, mm. you're currently sitting about 23 and a half subscribers, 23 and a half thousand subscribers. So quite a few in comparison yeah, yeah. to to where we're sitting at the minute. But, um, you know, like, you've been at this for a long time and you know, I mean, you've had a lot of series. There's been a lot of series that I've followed (laughs) and there's a lot of content that's got into that and it's, it's well-earned. Um, Mm -hmm. is there any particular goals you've got obviously for, we are still at the beginning of 2023. Is there much obviously that you have in the pipeline in terms of like goals or content or anything like that, like you'd like to see develop over the next year or so?
2: Just to keep enjoying it. it is my, my, at the moment um you know i think last year was was a big success it sort of re- reignited the channel a little bit i think uh, through covid we we didn't really get too many niche sports games you know we got mm-hmm. our yearly releases but i think as we've alluded to that that's not necessary i'm not necessarily going to do as well in that field as the big YouTubers, as we call yeah. them. But in, in the more niche areas, um, that's why I tend to succeed a hell of a lot more. And, I th- you know, I, I sort of realign my goals a little bit of, rather than going, right, I want 25,000 subscribers this year, because mm-hmm. a lot of it is down to luck, really, of whether mm-hmm. the YouTube algorithm picks it up. So for yeah. me, it, it's to keep enjoying it, keep releasing a video every day. That That was my target last year. I did that, and you know. Yeah, I can safely say you did that with we'll looking at yeah, the series. Yeah, I did, I did yeah. that last <laughs> year, but without a single day off. You know, I, I've generally done daily content since 2015, but mm-hmm. I did used to have the odd day off if I couldn't be bothered. But now I'm, um, I sort of make myself do the video because I'd rather keep it keep it going, and yeah. you know, as as long as I can keep that going, that'd be that'd be brilliant. So that's my goal is keeping it consistent and keep enjoying it and not to really bow down to feeling like I should do something, just doing it because I I enjoy it. Yeah,
0: absolutely. No, that's, that's great to hear. I mean, a lot of people we've had on have have said like they would like to hit a certain number or Mm. do something or start a new series of some shape or form or Mm. maybe start a new channel or something like that. So it's quite Mm -hmm. refreshing to hear someone say that they just want to keep keep going as they are and you know enjoy it um because every we're on here for a reason like we're here because we enjoy content creation we enjoy doing it we enjoy Mm. talking to other people who do it as well Mm -hmm. um so yeah it's it's great to hear that obviously that's the that's the um the main goal really to to keep doing that and i'm sure i mean there's plenty of games coming out this year in terms of sports games i'm sure the yeah you know i mean i'm i've got my eye on the pg next pga game coming out i think it's it next month i think it's march middle middle to end of march so that'll be yeah. one to keep an eye out on and i'm Absolutely. and i'm sure there'll be something on your channel for that as well definitely
2: yeah. i think cuz it's an ea golf game i'm more likely yeah. to stick with it mm. I, you know i really enjoy tiger woods and rory McIlroy, pga tour i do like the 2k ones but I, mm. I, for some reason it just doesn't hook me quite as much as mm. the the EA one. So I'm looking forward to that. I think that might be another hundred plus series. (laughs) Well, to be
0: fair, the amount of courses and stuff they've got in it and the amount of like, you've got all the masters and all that stuff. It's like
2: a nice proper career mode. I'm I'm hoping for out of it. That's, that's that's my bread and butter. And that's why I think certain games lack. Yeah that's
1: yeah like especially with the golf games like i remember the last one that really i would say like properly caught like caught my imagination was i don't know if you guys will remember it the one that was literally the masters one and it was like mm-hmm. all about the masters and like that was like the big selling point was we have the masters mm. this year um and all of this and you got to have like, a proper career mode go out onto like i'm going to call it the indies but i don't really know what it's called like the where you're not on the tour, you on like the development tour sort of thing.
0: Yeah, it's like Kerry, Kerry
1: Corn Ferry, isn't
0: it? Corn or Ferry, something. that's it. That's yeah. it. That
1: cool. um, <laughs> and like you used to go on that for ages until you got to and, like you used to have like the qualifying, like the amateur qualifying for the masters and stuff like that. Yeah. Then you had to progress even further. Like I haven't seen a golf game almost go into that sort of depth mm-hmm. of, like. Almost since then, like I've I've tried a few others, and I'm just like it's almost like the focus has gone away from your own personal characters and your own like uh, development and gone to more. Oh, you get to play as the pros, and Mm I think they've kind of missed the trick a little bit there, as you sort of mentioned. Like the career mode is the bread and butter. Yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah, absolutely. You know. (laughs) <laughs> uh, I didn't expect to be speaking about golf games tonight. So I, I'm glad. I'm glad about it, though. Um, I think Tiger Woods fourteen was maybe the the last. One. I think the one you mm. mentioned was maybe twelve or thirteen, but yeah. fourteen had all of the majors in it, and that was a massive thing for me. Was the, I mean, that's the thing you c- can never fault EA on is the the legitimacy and the the licensing, and it it does add to the immersion as much as we might say you know oh well fm doesn't have the premier league licensed most of us if not all of us that know how to do it will put the badges on and we'll put the real to- the, the league names and whatever on yep. and i actually find it a very difficult game to play when i don't have that yeah. anymore mm-hmm. i didn't before but now that i know how to do it mm-hmm. i do find it yeah and maybe that's why i don't play it on the console anymore cuz i can't mod it so yeah.
0: Yeah. No, I, I feel I I used to be like that, and it's like I didn't start doing it until a couple of years, probably when I started streaming because someone pointed out when I was streaming and it was like, "You yeah, haven't got the badges on," and I was like, "Is that not a is that not a normal thing? Does it really matter?" And in the grand scheme, mm. it really doesn't matter in terms of gameplay. Know. But when you're sitting there and you're looking at like this weird shield badge that looks nothing like <laughs> the club manager, and it's like
2: a zebra, not the same.
0: And it's like, right, let's get the slap the proper one on, and then it's like you know. Um, yeah. So yeah, it does. It does make a big difference, and it's. I mean, I know we're talking about golf games right now, but the one I wish <laughs> we would get is a, t- a proper tennis game of
2: yes. a fully
0: fleshed out career mode in a tennis game. Because mm. like we had it in Top Spin, like the classic Top Spin, yeah. like Top mm. Spin three and four, we had it. Top well, we didn't four, have every yeah. Slam. We had a couple, mm. and then we had some of the Masters. I think there was one game. It was back on the PS2. I can't remember what tennis game it was. was like early 2000s like but it did have all the masters all all the grand slams on and i just wish someone would get it because i know ea did with grand slam tennis but there was no sort of like it was like there was like a warm-up tournament then it was grand slam and then it was like the same every time but i just wish that that john
2: McEnroe was playing in the same era like it's good to have classic players but it takes you away from that immersion when all those are playing in there, and I completely agree with you with the tennis game. the mm-hmm. The real issue is because I've looked into it quite a lot, and mm-hmm. uh, the difference with tennis is that the players themselves own their their rights, if you like. Yeah, yeah. So, mm-hmm. you know, to get a fully fledged tennis game <laughs> that that would <laughs> cost a lot of money to, yeah. to set up, um, or yeah. something to change with who owns what with with yeah. it, and I, that's yeah. just this a shame, but I can keep there trying. are work I can keep though, with the yeah. big ant style community driven creations. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the way that that game should go a bit like FM did it. I, I assume they were one of the, the first games that you could really dig into the game and edit it mm-hmm. to whatever you want. And I think that's possibly where games need to be going. Yeah, well, it's what,
1: it's what wrestling games have done for years now, I would say. Like, the the 2K games, you've got the community creations. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter that AEW haven't had a game for a few years mm-hmm. because you just go on community creations and they're all there for you. Them, yeah. Like, yeah, someone's yeah. made them, someone's taken that time in. And it, it really, as you said, it it does add to it because once you've kind of done the base game or you're starting to get bored of a few or, you know, you can look at that and like when it comes to a tennis game or something you've got if you had like a community creations thing you could immediately have all the big names that you want to face off against almost mm. in in that little pool all it would take is it would take a big game file to be able to hold it but what what if someone does it i'm pretty sure it'd go down pretty well similar to the way mm. the wrestling games have done it
2: mm, yeah absolutely
0: yeah. No, I mean, to be fair, I know in the AO tennis games, like people have, like, there's lists you can download of, like, all the players and, like, they, they stick, like, a community creation in each, of the, yeah. in each of the players' names. But, I mean, to be honest, I'm not too bothered about the players. It's more the tournaments. Like, I, if, if I yeah. could just have one where it's Australian Open, French Open, Wimbledon in the US Open,
2: yeah.
0: I think I would probably be set. I'd probably just play it. Yeah. I'd probably be the only thing I would play, like, non stop. <laughs> FM would probably would be out the window, to be honest. Yeah i agree
2: yeah
0: Yeah. um but yeah, it'd be great it would be great if they did that Mm. um so moving on from like the obviously the games and and stuff like that i'm i'm gonna take a bit of a punt and say you're you may be a sports fan based on the sports gaming and
2: i don't know how you'd have ever got that
0: (laughs) how how i ever come to that conclusion i would never know um but uh, my first question is joe is
2: Mm.
0: do you have a team that you support now i'm gonna i have a guess in my head but who, who, what team do you support, Joel?
2: In football, it's this, yeah,
0: yeah, football,
2: yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, there, there's a long story to this, okay, that's good. We I'll like those. Give you the shortened <laughs> version, uh, when I was growing up, um, it, it was Arsenal, actually. So, you know, during the Wenger era, it right. was Arsenal, um. I mean, that you know, I'm from South Shields, which is in between Newcastle and Sunderland. So, you know, most of my friends were either Newcastle or or Sunderland fans. But weirdly, quite a lot of my friends were also Arsenal fans. So there was quite a few of us that supported them. Don't know why, because, you know, during most of my time supporting them, they won nothing. So, you know, (laughs) it wasn't even glory hunting. It was just playing for fourth, hunting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, over I, I think once Wenger was gone, I sort of was uh, not that bothered anymore. Um mm. You know, I'd grown up a bit, obviously. And uh I have to say, over the last couple of years, I've been really into Newcastle. So Newcastle have, have been the ones that I've been following the most over the last few years. But I, I, I feel a bit... Of a fraud saying that I'm a supporter (laughs) of Newcastle because I didn't used to be, but that's who I would pick now. If I'm a teacher, so if one of the kids asks at school, they say, Who do you support? I'm like, Newcastle, yeah, yeah, you know. But that, yeah, I feel a bit of a fraud saying it,
0: yeah, I can understand, I can understand that, but to be fair, at least you're honest about it because a lot of Mm. people will just say. a lot of people will just go, oh, I've been a Newcastle fan for years and years and years. All my life. Been, <laughs> yeah. I was there about 1960. Weren't you born in like 1980, Joe? No, I yeah, wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, no, I wasn't. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, you weren't, but yeah, like um, that's fine. So in terms of obviously following Arsenal then, like mm-hmm. you were saying, through those sort of dry spell would you call it for the arsenal years i suppose mm-hmm. if you've come in just after with the invincibles or, or whatever yeah. um so and i know you're saying obviously you were from south shield so you, you're in between newcastle and and Sunderland.
2: Mm.
0: why I, I mean i think the thing is is i know you're saying a lot of mates were supporting arsenal but i, I mean why arsenal like i, I <laughs> what was it attracted you to them because i know i know obviously like henry and it plays out like that would obviously be a big would be a big thing because i know for me it was like watching when i was a kid i was watching david beckham and david beckham was like my idol i worshiped yeah, yeah, that yeah. guy so man united was just the team i went to so yeah um and i've stuck with them during the lean spell as well i will say that like that's not i'm not i wasn't there just solely for the premier league titles before anyone says it bragster um,
1: I wasn't gonna say it. No, I, uh, well, I you know, I had shut.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the first time for everything. But you know, um, <laughs> so yeah, like, what was it that attracted you to Arsenal in that in that first place? Really,
2: I, I think it's like what you what you're saying. You know that the players, the style of play, certainly for Arsenal was a big one. Mm. I think, quite honestly, I, the first match I might have ever watched on television might have been. Newcastle versus Arsenal and Arsenal were pretty good back then. So, you know, everybody was supporting Newcastle and I actually just sat and, you know, might be looking back with rose-tinted specs, but (laughs) I think I was just mesmerized by how good Arsenal were. I was like, "What? Mm. these are great. And back then I had no real understanding of, oh, you must support your local local team and this, that and the other. So, I, you know, I, I picked Arsenal. I really liked their players. You know, Thierry Henry, César mm-hmm. Fabregas, you know, was, was yeah. a big favourite of mine. Um, you know, after that, Dennis Bergkamp yeah. towards the end of his career. So that's kind of what gravitated me towards them. I know mm-hmm. it's very similar to you with Beckham and Man United, I, I presume.
0: Yeah. So. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like, I mean... Yeah, Beckham. I mean I the list is long as me arm, just like yours was with Arsenal, like I mean Beckham, mm. Keane, Skulls, all those guys. Yeah. Um yeah, yeah. there's a guy, there's a guy in the FM community called Mad Scientist, who we've had on a few yes. times on the podcast. Um and he's just released his 98, 99 yeah, database. Yeah, yeah. I have been all over that for the past five days, I'll tell <laughs> yeah, you I that. I can my imagine, friend. yeah, yeah. Watching Beckham play those through balls, it's like relive, reliving the youth, honestly. Um mm. so yeah, as soon as he gets injured, I'll be devastated and probably will quit forever. Um but when yeah, he leaves so, for
2: Real Madrid, you mean?
0: Yeah, like oh well, that that broke me that day. 2000 <laughs> June 2004. I remember it like it was yesterday. And then we bought when then we bought a Portuguese player by the name of Cristiano Ronaldo and the rest yeah, they say is uh, history. Although the second time around wasn't wasn't particularly grand, but there you go. <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah. So and obviously being a Newcastle fan um for the past couple of years i guess mm. you're you've been enjoying the transition from god awful newcastle to pretty good at the minute newcastle who are sitting in the top 4 and have a cup final coming was that quite right
2: yeah absolutely and and they're they're on the telly every single week now yeah. <laughs> <laughs> biggest I'm always, change of the you know I'm, flic- I'm flicking through the um the fixtures and it's always half five and i'm like oh well newcastle are on sky tonight then um, and they're on again on saturday by the looks of it playing liverpool yeah. on, on the saturday night oh. so yeah it's it's been enjoyable I, w- I wasn't one of the people that was massively against steve bruce actually i'm, I'm a mm-hmm. bit of a Bit of a fan of Steve Bruce, actually. Believe it or not. you're one of the few, um, I think, in Newcastle. To be fair, yeah. <laughs> I, I, you know, I think it maybe went a bit, a bit far, and I'm I'm actually amazed at how well Eddie Howe has, has done with quite a bang average squad, really. You know, I know they've improved in really good areas, but yeah, you know, John Joe Shelby was one of our best players a couple of years ago, and that that's that's not an inspiring name, really. Yeah. To work with and you know i think brucey did an okay job for a couple of seasons and you know he was never going to take them to the level they're at now but he was a steady pair of hands that kept them up essentially and i'm not sure everybody would have done that so
0: no Um, no yeah i've been enjoying it
2: but they they like a draw Uh, that you know they haven't been enthralling to watch for a long time they were scoring pretty freely near the start of the season Mm. but Whenever I seem to watch them, it's nil-nil or one-one yeah. at the moment. So
0: Yeah. Well, I'm hoping I'm hoping for a similar lack of goals on the on the 26th of February when it's the cup final. Um, being a Man United fan. I am dreading that final, by the way. Can I just make that 100 percent clear? Because I live I live in Newcastle, like I live in the Northeast. Yeah, East, yeah, yeah. And I've yeah. lived here for about 24 years. So all of my school, like childhood of first school, middle school, high school. Was ridicule if Newcastle ever won a beat Man United and if and especially <laughs> early two thousands when yeah. Newcastle were like Shearer, Solano, Bobby all Robson. these like Bobby Robson. Oh, great Bobby Robson! Like
2: yeah,
0: yeah. I, I love Bobby Robson and like I should hate him. Yeah, yeah. Being Me too. being the Newcastle, being like Newcastle, being the enemy at the time. Mm. Um, but like it's almost bringing back those memories from twenty years ago because now like they're getting good again. It's like oh, oh no. Like, they could, they could. there is a chance they finish above us this season. I mean, I know we're doing all right again, but mm. like it's generally t- terrifying that we're going into a final against them and it's like, if they win that trophy, I will not be seen for about two or three weeks after <laughs> because I have turned my phone off, I've turned the internet off, I'm just going to be like, I'm just going to be a hermit in the middle of my house, like no one's going to be able to talk to me ever again. Um, yeah. So I'm sure people will just knock on my door who know that I live here and just be like, <laughs> great final, that would it? And I'll be like... No, thanks. No, <laughs> just close the blinds. There we go. Hide hide forever. Um, so, yeah, I mean, again, like what you said about Steve Bruce is, is, was pretty much how I felt. I felt sorry for him because I just felt mm. with Ashley, his yeah. owner, like he's onto a hiding. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, I don't know why people in their right mind took the job whilst he was owner, but someone was always going to. Um, and I get with it being his hometown club, it, w- it would be like that. But, you know, it is what it is. Um, but moving on from football, um, mm. I, I'm assuming again, it's another punt in the dark, this one, but I'm assuming you're quite a big F1 fan. Yes. That be safe to assume. Yeah?
2: Uh, absolutely, I, yeah, yeah.
0: I know, I know I'm saying it like I'm questioning it here, but we have had people on the before <laughs> where they've made content on something. And I go, so you're a big football fan. I don't really watch football. I'm like, right, yeah. well that's killed that off within an instant. So yeah. like I'm almost um. like erring on the side of, ca- of caution. Yeah. Braxton, you being the one guy. Um, so, so obviously with F1, have you been following? Obviously the recent developments. Have you been keeping an eye on like what's been going on, watching the races, mm. all that, all that good stuff?
2: Yeah, you know, I think I think it was 2008 finale with F1 that I got into it with Lewis Hamilton where he won at the last corner, um, and I've not really missed a race since, you know, because it was perfectly timed. It went on to BBC, which meant it was really easy to watch. Yeah. So that's when I really got into it. I had a few lean years when I was at uni and just wasn't as into it. Didn't have Sky, for instance, so couldn't access yeah. it very, very well. But been really into it the last few years. Um You know, I'm not I'm not one for analysing the car launches and stuff. I know you do that. Um <laughs> I do. No, I do. I, I mean, I don't <laughs> I do it great. It's more
0: delivery yeah. than it is the actual yeah, car. Yeah, yeah, yeah 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 and you know I'd... i've
2: never i've never been one to really do that I, you know I, I look at them and i'll i look at all the, the pictures but I'll, you know i'm not zooming in going oh that's a little uh little what's going on with the side what's going <laughs> on
0: with the ring like yeah i've got no understanding of that i've got, no level,
2: that. You, I've got a yeah. degree in maths you know i could probably yeah. try and have a goal but i'm not <laughs> um you know i don't it's not my uh, area of expertise so i just, I just yeah. don't bother really mm-hmm. but, and plus you'll never know until free practice one or even qualifying one in yeah. australia or wherever we're up Bahrain, i think this year mm-hmm. um so yeah i do get hyped for it but i don't overanalyze
0: yeah, yeah. unlike me um <laughs> and i think he has all the answers and then makes a prediction video they gets every single one of them wrong um <laughs> which is always the way been... um, with F1. <laughs> but do you have like a particular like is it like a I know I know we said with like football you do have a particular team is it like a certain team you like to follow or have a back and forth or a certain driver that you've got like you you like to root for or anything like that? Uh
2: I've I've always been a fan of Nico Hulkenberg actually. So mm-hmm. I'm quite happy to have him back on the grid this year. But mm-hmm. um you know mid mid sort of 2010s he was just your yeah, ultra consistent guy that always seemed to finish well never got a podium obviously but mm. I, I just really liked him and I, I was a massive fan of schumacher mm. back in the day michael schumacher um and you know i do like lewis hamilton as well um so yeah daniel ricardo was was my favorite driver last season that was on the grid at least and then yeah. he's gone now so he's gone
0: now you're running out yeah. with names,
2: I'm, I'm running <laughs> the out. Luckily, new. Hulkenberg's back, so yeah. Well, Brock there is that. yeah. Uh, he'll do all like, right, but
0: yeah, I feel like him and K. is going to be an interesting pair because they didn't get mm. on beforehand, but it'll be interesting yeah, now that they're a team. I think they're, they're old enough to
2: sort of get over it a bit. Mm. Yeah, you know, I think yeah. there's Gasly and Ocon up the grid who apparently yeah. don't get on. They're younger, less mature. I think something could happen there. Yeah, Um, but I think. I've got a bunch of 30 somethings aren't surely aren't gonna fight, are they? I well, don't know, maybe they will.
0: <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe. Well, we saw what Alonzo likes to do at the end of it, at the end of Alpine. He was kicking off with Ocon. so we'll, I mean, Alonso's yeah, a special yeah, yeah. case, really, let's yeah, be honest. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. we'll have to, we'll have to wait and see on, see on that one. I mean, it's not, it's not far away now. It's a couple of weeks, isn't it, till testing. So
2: mm. yeah,
0: that should be, it should be good. Um, and with that being said, I think what we'll do is to roll into the last part of the pod and do Braggster's favourite section. March's ah. Match Day. Braggster. Hello. Uh, look at the enthusiasm.
1: Hello. We've been waiting for this. <laughs> this try is my moment to Here we go. March's um, yeah. Match Day. For those people who don't know, we will run through every single match of yeah. this coming weekend and predict the results. Just the, just the Premier League, Not, just yeah. the Premier League, yeah, the Championship, <laughs> We're League, one of League two. the two results of every single football match <laughs> from this weekend, we have got forty odd matches worried. to go through. <laughs> Honestly, with mulch, you would never,
0: you you would never guess, you would never know what's coming next. That's probably what the ultra version is.
1: <laughs> ultra Mulch's match day, yeah, um, yeah. And then at the very end, we'll do the minute of the first goal across all of the games um and you get an extra little point for that because that's nice. Uh so first game of the weekend is Aston Villa versus Arsenal.
2: Mm.
1: Get your predictions in now.
2: Do you want it verbally? Yeah, <laughs> yes.
1: verbally. yeah, verbally. not, not we with have to hand hear you hand say signals.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> I th- I think personally it- it's gonna be one all I'm gonna go for. One Ooh. all sit on the fence. Oh,
0: all continues.
2: I don't see Arsenal winning it. I, I I don't know why. I just have a feeling. A one I'm all.
0: gonna go Arsenal two nil.
1: Arsenal two 0 Interesting.
0: I've got six they have got City in the next couple of days though, haven't they? So.
1: Yeah. I mean
2: if season. they don't win against City and then they drop points at Villa, all <laughs> of a sudden they might be third. So yeah.
1: yeah. All they've got to do really against City is not lose. And I think they're in a decent position just because of their games in hand and stuff. Um, Mm. I think they're in a decent position. Six points. And once you've played them, um, I think you're in a really good position. Uh, Then uh, Next game is a game I think we're all looking forward to this weekend. (laughs) We all definitely can't wait to watch it. It's Brentford versus Crystal Palace.
2: Way. Yay! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, Brentford aren't doing too badly this season, are they?
0: No, they're quite close uh, to the European spots. Um, yeah, uh,
2: you know what? I'm gonna go Brentford four nil. Be bold,
0: <laughs> Ivan Tony Hattrick. Um, I'll say two one
1: Brentford. Two one Brentford. I'm gonna go for yeah two one Brentford. I was I was going to be different, but then I decided not to be. Um, <laughs> next up is Brighton versus Fulham.
2: Oh, that's
1: a tricky one as well because they're both doing really they? Tricky one.
2: Um, because Brighton are at home, I'm going to say one 0 Brighton. I'm going to
0: say
1: two two. Ooh. Two two. Go for the Desi. To be fair, I've got one one in my head, so we're gonna go for one one. Just a little bit different. Oh the oh nine nil on the cards if Chelsea were in form. Uh <laughs> Chelsea my, versus Southampton. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, I was looking at that and thinking, wow, um Surely it's got to come good for Chelsea soon, hasn't it? You know, I feel like they've got so many good players. Surely they've yeah. got to click at some point. So let's go three 0 Chelsea.
0: Who are they playing, Chelsea?
2: Southampton. Southampton.
0: See, but Southampton have got rid of the Nathan Jones, didn't they?
1: Hmm. Yep. That's why I'm going one one.
0: Oh, you know what? I'll be I'll be brave and bold. I'll go two one Southampton. <sighs>
1: You brave little boy. If it
0: were, if if it's, it's like if if Chelsea win, it's like oh well, no harm done. But if Southampton yeah. win that,
1: I'm like genius. Yeah, you are. Like, um, you come across like a genius. Yeah,
0: the only time,
1: the the only time. <laughs> uh, next up is Everton versus Leeds.
2: Um. Well, obviously leads are without a manager they might have a manager by then but mm, yeah i'm gonna go nils each with that one i think i, I don't think either of them are particularly inspiring so <laughs> nil nil
0: i'll say one nil everton because it's Leeds mainly ah. but also <laughs> i like sean dyche because i think he's just i think it's criminal he hasn't got another job sooner to be fair
1: mm. yeah Oh, see now you've changed my mind. I was That's a hardship, for, isn't it? I was gonna go for one one, but now I've gone for two one Everton just because I remembered Sean Dyche is there. Um so and it's Sean Dyche, isn't it? Next up is Nottingham Forest versus what could possibly be if the mid game if mid game midweek game goes wrong, a very angry Manchester City.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. Um, Morris, our editor, won't thank us for this one. I don't think.
2: Uh, He's a Forest fan. <laughs> I'm gonna go three-two Man City. 2 0 down at um, half time, Come back for three-nil. Uh, three-two.
1: I'd
0: watch that in the hope that Forest would hold on, but obviously not going to find out at all. <laughs> um, I just think 4-1 one City out of them yeah
2: they're not, I, they're not
0: playing that great though but i just i think there's just any minute now they're just gonna go right we're on and they just go on a, like a 15 game winning streak and just kill everybody off
2: yeah well
1: this is the thing is the way i this is why i considered the fact that they could be angry because whenever city lose or don't pick up a big victory they just get incredibly angry and just turn to a very different city team and i just have a yeah. feeling that Arsenal are going to stop them from beating them and they're going to get very, very angry and forests are just going to be fed to the Lions, which is why I've gone for 5-0 Manchester City. Okay, um, right. <laughs> that was a
0: build-up to something there
1: and I thought you were going to go on 2-1 Forest and just be like, no. <laughs> out of nowhere. No, they've been fed to the Lions. <laughs> uh, next up is a very weirdly informed Wolves against <laughs> Bournemouth.
2: I think two nil wolves.
0: Yeah, I like what he's do. I do like what he's doing. The new manager's doing down there, mm. and he's. I mean, after winning with ten men against Southampton, you'd think they're going to continue that on. Yeah. Um. So I'm gonna. I'm. I think I'm gonna go watch yours, and I'm gonna go two nil.
1: I've gone for one nil wolves. So all on the same vein, to be fair. Yeah. Uh, and next up is a game I'm most definitely looking forward to this weekend, and totally. Not cracking myself, <laughs> it's Newcastle versus
2: Liverpool. Draw specialists, uh, it's going to be nil nil, one one, two two. Take your pick, probably, probably nil nil.
1: Surprise me, either
2: because Liverpool aren't great either. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, no. I'm not saying Newcastle aren't great, this they're having a great season, but. Yeah. Liverpool aren't inspiring, so no. It could be quite easily three nil, four nil Newcastle yeah. if they if they're on it.
0: Mm-hmm. And with that reaction, I'm going to say three one Newcastle. Oh, you're such a dick. <laughs> because, I, but look, like where, like as much as we say about Chelsea coming up and eventually being like they've got so much quality, it's going to happen. I yeah. just don't see it happening with Liverpool because they just don't have the squad to do it. I know they've got individual brilliance like Salah and people mm-hmm. like that. This isn't me trying to stick the boot in because it's Liverpool by the way. I'm just No, no, a, no, no, no,
1: you carry on because you're not you're not lying.
0: No, but I, I just think that, you know, St James's Park against Liverpool will be absolutely bouncing and I just think that Newcastle will probably turn up for it and it's not bad for them to start turning up 2 weeks before the cup final. So yeah.
1: No. Um yeah, it's amazing what happens when you clearly have a midfield problem and your manager <laughs> doesn't identify that midfield problem that's very obvious to everybody and decides not to buy anyone for said Does midfield. It, but is that is it Klopp's fault though? Yeah, because I don't. Well, think, I
0: don't think it's Klopp's fault. I think it's the people above him, like the directors and directors of football. I think that it's a bit
1: of both. People we need. I think it is a bit of both. I mean, Mm. it's one of those weird ones. Liverpool are in a very weird stage at the moment of everyone getting old and apparently no one at the club realised that age is a thing and people get old and their legs start to go and they've just decided, yeah, to ignore it. And we're definitely reaping the rewards for ignoring Mm. it. Um long next... may it continue. <laughs> <Shut> up. <laughs> um, <laughs> next up is Manchester United versus Leicester, who just destroyed Spurs.
0: <laughs> yeah, we don't have a midfield at the minute. Um uh... Casemiro's still out, so and Fred suspended. So we literally to... have Sabita and maybe McTomney coming back, and that would be it.
2: I'm gonna go twos each, two, two. I was thinking that as well. Make mine think alike.
0: You know what? I I just I'm gonna go two 0 Leicester.
1: In against your own team. The wow. reason
0: being is we don't have a midfield, and I just think that like unless McTominay comes back, he's gonna to have to play someone in a in an unconventional place. Like he's probably gonna to have to play Lindelof as a defensive mid. Just to make sure we've got someone in that position, because with Tielemans, Madison, Ian Acho, all the players, Harvey Barnes, all these players, Leicester have got. Even though they haven't been great the first half of the season, they can still turn up and do a job. And I think going away to Old Trafford, they'll after doing what they've done to Spurs, they'll be like, right, probably onto a good thing here. And I just think not having Casemiro in that midfield really hurts us, and then not having the reserves in either will hurt us even more. So. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just, I worry. I am worried about that game, to be honest. More worried about Newcastle final, but.
1: <laughs> and finally, in terms of games, we have Tottenham versus West
2: Ham. One 0 West Ham.
0: That's a that's the pick. I would say three-one Spurs. Because it's Spurs, and they'll lose one game, beat City, then lose another game, and then battle at West Ham for some reason. Because yeah. <laughs> it makes I've, no sense.
1: I've gone for three, uh, for 2-1 Tottenham. You went for 3-1. I went for 2-1. I read that wrong. And last but not least, minute of the first goal. And as you're the guest, Joe, mm. you get first dibs of the minute.
2: Was this of any match in the weekend? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah.
0: Not like Super uh, Six at all.
2: I'm going to go lucky number eight. Eight minutes.
1: Lucky number eight. I'll be kind, Grimmy.
0: First time for everything. Um, I'll go number five.
1: Number five. Interesting.
0: Just five, what? not five zero or one five. Just two.
1: <laughs> I always go for the same minute if it's not already taken. So I'll go for the seventh minute um so yeah and that is mulch's match day isn't that lovely and yeah. if you end up doing really well joe although <laughs> none of us expect anyone to do well on this game <laughs> uh if if you end up doing really well you'll end up getting a prize you'll end oh, up getting a t-shirt if you finish so, in the top
0: three you get i think it's a hoodie for first place and mugs for second and third I
2: think oh so. very I think good so. Mulch is Rich? in charge of
0: the prizes, so you might no, just I'll... get like a, r- a random brown parcel arriving at your door one day and think, Where the hell's this come from? It's yeah. like a smashed up mug of some yeah, kind, so, and then you know that it's
2: from so. that dodgy podcast. I was, reading. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> I never
2: heard from those guys again.
0: Yeah. I wonder why, um, <laughs> but yeah, no, uh, so that's I think that's it. Us pretty much done now that we've we've hit yeah. the mulchers match day, unless there's anything else from you, Bragster. No, no. Just
1: thank you, Joe, for joining us. It's been an yeah. absolute pleasure having you on.
2: The pleasure is yeah. all mine. Honestly, I've thoroughly enjoyed it. So do keep up the, the good work with it because it is great. So I'll definitely be tuning in. Um, no,
0: appreciate that. Appreciate that, man. Um, obviously, we can find you on Captain Goodspeed on YouTube. Um, is there anywhere anything else you'd like to promote or send people to?
2: I mean, I have Twitter as well. So at yeah. Capt good speed so c-a-p-t and then good speed um not that i use it too much but uh, you know (laughs) i I do i I use it every day i don't tweet so much but yeah that that's it really
0: okay lovely stuff all the all the links will be in the description and and will be there for you to to follow captain good speed and all all the platforms everywhere that he is um so yeah i think we'll leave it there next week we've got mckinz on which will be hosted by him over there him over there i should say for the camera angle um and Moltz, she'll be back after his sabbatical yeah um didn't know which way to go for the camera purposes I've um so yeah we'll have mckinz on another big fm streamer to have on um and yeah we'll see you there for that one guys don't forget to like share subscribe and we'll see you next week thanks very much see you all very soon